<laughs> we get further, we get further and further away from an introduction. <laughs> you just had such an intense look in your eyes. Oh, the catwalk! Oh, Cheetan, do you really want to do the intro this time? No. no. <laughs> he wants to get on the ladder. It's his ladder. The people okay. don't even know that there's a ladder involved in the production of this podcast. <laughs> He's just going to lay in. Okay. okay. Well, we'll do an introduction <laughs> Take now. Take two. Take three. Let's third time's a charm. We're going straight to third. Hey, well, how is this take three? Because third time's a charm. Okay. Hello. Wait, there's a car passing very low. God damn it. We lost our third chance. No, this is actually take- the third no. one now. So I it's know. okay. And welcome to Why a Book, a podcast. That's it, really. <laughs> That's really all we gotta say. Where we we talk about YA books and Nick Cage and everything in between. And sadly, no fun Barnes and Noble reviews this week. I did look them up though, because well, I should introduce the book I read first of all, which was TTYL by someone whose name I forgot already. Not important. Uh, author. Lauren Miracle. Right. Miracle? Miracle with a Y. That's not real. It's real. That's not a real name. That's it's, a, that's not. I don't know. I mean, I don't know her, per- I, like, I haven't seen her, the birth certificate, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's a chat, it's a chat, the whole thing is in a, in yes, a chat I've room. Re- I, I read this. It's the OG chat, group chat fanfic. <laughs> I didn't know this those were popular until when did I first watch Haikyuu? A year ago? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know Yeah, this. I don't like them. I've never tried to read one because they're very, they seem... They're so hard to read. <laughs> oh. And so is this book. So, like I said, I looked up the Barnes & Noble reviews, which there were only four. Well, second of all, I actually discovered there was a 10th anniversary re-release of this book. No. Where they updated the formatting and, like, added emojis. No. <laughs> But remember how there was that chain review? Mm-hmm. That it was on this book too. <laughs> yeah, kiss kiss you hand three times and post this for three other books and look oh under God. your pillow. Mary, why did we not know about that until I don't know. Then? I could have had a free iPad. <laughs> I just like that it was like helpful? Yes. Somebody gave it a yes and nine people said no. Okay. So some background, I did read the original trilogy, just found out there's a fourth book named YOLO. No. Don't know when that was published. I will not be reading it. But reading this did remind... I spent a lot of time in chat rooms as a youth, uh, particularly on a defunct site called Mebo. I don't know if oh anyone knows what that is. Wow. Um, but that that's the origin story of my many catfishes. I love catfishing people. You could go people. into random chat rooms. So I would just go in and I would just chat with random people. And that's also where I would chat with um, people I met online on my RP site. And I would just pretend to be these characters I made up. So, anyway, the actual description of the book. (laughs) Told entirely in instant messages, this smart, funny novel... No, it's not. (laughs) I barely remember, and I can tell you it's neither. It's about the humor, hangovers, and heartaches of high school. The hangovers of high school. There's a hangover in this book. Wow. And the friendships that get you through it all. On the first day of 10th grade, best friends Maddie, parentheses, Mad Maddie, Angela, Snow Angel, and Zoe... Zoe girl. Are these their AIM names? Well, it's... Yes. 
uh, <laughs> vow not to let the school stupidness get them down or split them apart. But as the weeks pass and the instant messages accumulate, it's clear that 10th grade will be a roller coaster ride of boy temptation, math torture, donut emergencies, and queen bee encounters. Then a jerky boy sends Peppy Angela into the dumps. Tough Maddie makes a mistake that has the whole school talking. And good girl Zoe gets in over her head with a flirty teacher. Will the winsome threesome make it through the year? They all die. <laughs> Dang it, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the, the description made me think in a weird way. Like, this is a really strange high school AU of Powerpuff Girls. And that's only on my mind because they're making a CW live action. Oh, don't even start about their wardrobe. I don't, I hate it. And I just, I'm imagining it's like this book now. Yeah. So I'm going to do my best to describe this to you. Like I said, it's a difficult book to read and very difficult to write notes for because it's all in chat, separate chat rooms. IDK, my BFF, Joel. An absolutely iconic commercial. All right. So on the first day of school, Maddie's being super dramatic about everybody comparing their tans. I remember that. She's also tan. And then she and Angela start discussing this blog that one of their classmates posted about how another girl in their class needs to shave their pubes, which, like, devolves into a really weird conversation that, like, Angela starts getting freaked out about their friendship getting messed up by something stupid like that. And I'm like, what is going on here? Who's writing blogs on girl.com? No. And about shaving pubes. About shaving. Yeah. Well, Maddie's older brother is dating a girl who doesn't shave her pubes, so she calls her Pelt Woman. Maddie has a lot of really bad takes throughout this whole book. Oh, this is why people have issues. Yes. So, Angela also complains to Zoe, the other friend, also, about what? Sorry, why did she know that the girlfriend doesn't shave? Because she, like, she like talked about it. I don't know. Oh. She just knows. Or no, no, no. It's because she like wore a bathing suit and she saw the pubic hair. Oh. And like had a conniption about it. I hate that. Yeah. So Angela is also really insecure about her haircut that she thinks is horrible, but is always like, no, oh my God, like you're so pretty all the time. But Angela has a really cute boy named Rob in her French class, which is like so exciting. Oui. Je uh, m'appelle Robert. Oh my God. Sorry, this is a t- <laughs> But there were these guys at work last night who were legitimately just like, seamlessly cycling through like four different languages. Oh, I love when that happens. I couldn't tell. Are they French? Are they Spanish? Are they Portuguese? I couldn't that, tell you. I've had that, ha- I've had had that like, happen with had work. no accent speaking English. I'm like, where are you from? Anyway. Uh, meanwhile, Zoe has Mr. H for English class who Angela says is sexually repressed because he's a Christian. Well, oh my God. He's <laughs> apparently notorious for being like a little creepy towards female students. But Zoe's not concerned. Later, Zoe and Maddie discuss Rob, who Maddie thinks looks like David Spade, and they both agree that this relationship is going to crash and burn, like all of other, like all of other, yeah, all of yeah. Angela's yeah. other whirlwind romances, because she a has bad taste and b needs some help. Later that week, Maddie has a conniption because Jana, aka the queen bee of their school, made a snarky comment during study hall. So they had a sub who, when he was taking role, called out Madeline Kinnick, and Jana went, um, isn't your name Madigan? Which, first of all, why would the attendance sheet say Madeline if her real name is Madigan? First of all, why is her name Madigan? That's a side note. First off, 
what is Madigan? I don't. That's Maddie's real name. No, it's not. So, but I'm like, where did he get Madeline from? Did it say Maddie on the attendance sheet? That's not a thing. Anyway, it's apparently a really big deal because of the way Janice said it. So, like, Maddie and Angela just start talking about all the mean things that Janet does, like labeling this girl Margie as a skater girl because she pierced her navel and has blue hair, while Janice like some kind of cool alt girl even though she pierced her navel or whatever. Okay. And then she started another gross rumor about Margie that I'm just not going to discuss because it's not, it's pointless. Also, like, I hate the idea of, like, a queen, like, my school did not have a queen bee. That was not a thing. My school didn't. I do, um, I, I do know somebody that was the queen bee at their high school. (laughs) I don't, this could get back to them. I can't go into details. (laughs) Okay. So, Maddie's 16th birthday is coming up in a few weeks, which means she'll finally be able to, like, get her driver's license and drive their group around. So that's really exciting. Angela and Zoe talk later about how Maddie's just generally really overdramatic, especially about things regarding Jana. And they're like, oh, my God, like, no way. Maddie thought this thing was crazy. It didn't. I don't believe it. So Zoe has a conference with Mr. H the next day. And Maddie asks how it went. And Zoe's like, oh, it's fine. We actually ended up talking about religion. And Maddie tells her that he would keep girls late for conferences last year. And then he actually lectured some girl about her tongue ring. Oh, tongue rings. Yeah. And Zoe doesn't believe the rumors. And she's like, we were just really just talking about how God has a plan for everything and everything happens for a reason. And Maddie's like, a kid ran me with a shopping cart at Publix yesterday. Like, was there a deeper meaning to that that I missed? Oh, my God, Publix. And this, oh, this takes place in Atlanta. I didn't tell you That makes sense. I I know a thing or two about Atlanta. (laughs) Feel free to give commentary. Zoe gets upset. And later, Maddie (laughs) messages her and is like, I put on Godsmack in your honor. Angela's weekend drama is that her little sister Chrissy dropped her face brush in the toilet and didn't tell her until after she used it. <laughs> I don't know if you ever had one of those, but I definitely had a deep and intense oh, Clarisonic face. I I had one, and then shortly after, I started going to a dermatologist because I still have awful skin, and they were just like, hmm, step one, throw that out. Yeah, I had one. I bought one my senior year of high school. No, I bought a fake one senior year of high school, and then I bought a real one freshman year of college. And then I just, like, needed to get a new brush head and didn't. And then I never used yeah, it Yeah, I might in, like, middle school. Yeah. I blame YouTube for that one. Uh, it was a, definitely a commercial on TV. Well, then, like, every, like, Proactive came out with their own one. It was, like, a yep. whole thing. So then Maddie and Angela start to talking about how Angela always acts disinterested around guys she likes and how this guy, Doug, um, so that's her issue with Rob, but there's this all, also this guy Doug who's like been in love with her forever, but like she keeps just like gently rejecting him, like just pretending that she's sick so she can't hang out with him because she like is too she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. All right. But on Monday, Rob asks Angela to go to this kid Kyle's party, and Maddie's like, "Why is there a party happening on a Monday?" <laughs> and apparently, Kyle's parents are out of town only on Monday. Oh. So that's why they had to have the party that day. The party goes well. Angela wore a quintessential early 2000s fit, and she and Rob make out. Meanwhile, Zoe and Maddie get into a fight because Zoe corrected Maddie's grammar on a letter. It's a really long story, but Maddie was writing a complaint letter to Snickers because she got a rotten Snickers bar after a bad encounter with Jana. So she was already in a bad mood. And then Zoe corrected her grammar, which made her feel worse. So Angela makes Maddie feel better. And, but she also like begs 
her to let her give her a makeover. So, like, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, a little insight into Zoe's home life. Um, Angela accidentally called her during dinner time and got yelled at by Zoe's mom. So we just learned that Zoe's mom is super controlling. Yeah. So Zoe gets invited to Friday morning fellowship by Mr. H, and he's even going to drive her there. That's every, not every week at seven a.m. That's not a thing teachers do. Yeah. So Maddie is reasonably concerned, but Zoe gets offended when she suggests that he might have like ulterior motives. And in Zoe's defense, Maddie does spend a lot of time just making fun of religion in general and calling Zoe an idiot for buying into it. And less about, like, the fact that this man is a pedophile, but that's fine. Uh, Maddie messages Angela about it and is like, I thought Zoe was smarter than to get sucked into a religion. And Angela's like, religious people can't be smart. And Maddie's like, yeah, but Friday morning fellowship is for losers. And then she mentions how she's concerned about Mr. H. And Angela's like, an illicit student-teacher relationship would be so cool. And Maddie's like, "Uh, no. No, that's illegal. A teacher should not be offering rides to a student. No, they should not. Angela sometimes gives me page vibes from (sighs) Degrassi. All right. Angela gets invited to a bar with Rob. She's going to use his sister's ID to get in. And then she tells Zoe that Maddie's afraid she and Mr. H are going to sleep together. And Zoe's horrified. And Zoe's more worried about Angela going to a bar. And Angela's like, no, I have this whole plan. I'm going to look super grown up. And part of that plan is wearing a a SpongeBob T-shirt. So really just a reflection on the early 2000s, I think. I don't... I no. It's all of her outfits. I'm reading them like this is awful. But their night goes amazing. Um, Angela tells Zoe that she thinks Rob is the one she'll finally go all the way with, and Zoe's concerned about it. But Maddie's like, "Our Angel's a fool, but she's no skank." (laughs) (laughs) Just why is that similar energy (laughs) to um? My my quote well from college. No one's at a no one's so at a no saint saint couldn't be a hoe. So that weekend, Angela actually gets into trouble because her mom found out she didn't actually go to the library the night she went to that bar. But she doesn't know she went to a bar. Yeah. So she only gets grounded, not into like severe trouble. She and Maddie talk about how Zoe hasn't like really talked about how fellowship went, and Angela says it's because she knows Maddie would make fun of her for it. Angela also finds out on Monday that Rob went out without her that weekend with another girl from their class named Tawny. Apparently, they went out with a couple of other guys and Rob was going to tell Angela, but Tawny told him not to because it would just, like, bum her out to know that they were out without her and she was stuck at home. But, um, long story short, Angela forgives him because, like, he and Tawny are just friends, even though she's really obviously into him. Maddie messages Angela later that week to tell her how she had a normal conversation with Jana at 7-Eleven, and Jana told her that she's super jealous of how Maddie's getting her license so soon because she and all her friends have late birthdays, so they also, like, discuss ICs or whatever. Ooh, icy. The next day, Angela tells Zoe that Rob invited Tawny to a party on Friday, like, with them, like, they're going to go yeah. as a group, and Angela convinces Zoe to come, too, so they can, like... Be in solidarity. You know, this is giving me the big, um, the current TikTok trend of um, better than revenge when people are showing the like them and their like significant other, and then like the third person coming in and being friends with them, and then and them like them breaking up, and that third person. That is, I've never seen this trend. <laughs> 
I I feel bad for the the amount of people. Well, it started off serious, and it was like mostly these like girls' boyfriends getting stolen by a girl that like befriended the couple and all that, and then like stole the man. Um, mm-hmm. and then it turned into extreme parodies. <laughs> but I, my my for you page has just been the freeze frame end credits. Yeah. Zoe's going with them to the party. She feels awkward because she doesn't drink, but and she's like, "Oh, just like just pretend to take sips every once in a while." Um, and Zoe also tells her that she's going to be late to homeroom because of fellowship the next day, which like scandal. Ooh la la! The party comes and goes. Maddie also went and quote danced ironically. What? <laughs> To ABBA, specifically. Oh, my God. <laughs> Zoe tells Which them, song? I need to know. I didn't specify. Damn it. They said just ABBA. Zoe tells her that Mr. H said that he used to be a, a quote, hellion back in the day and had all these headbanger CDs, but then religion changed him. Mm, okay. Maddie's still concerned about their relationship, and Zoe tells her that even her mom thinks it's great that Zoe's broadening her horizons and, like, loves Mr. H. Mm, no. Yeah. If you are a parent... Yeah. Don't do this. No. So the following week, Zoe tells Angela that Mr. H told her that he doesn't believe in dating for just the sake of dating, and he only wants to date someone he thinks he'll marry. And Angela's like, oh my god, do you think that's you? And Zoe's like, I'm 15. (laughs) And... Um, he also got a little too close in the car when he dropped her off. Like, he reached over her to open the door on her side. And then he started to say something, and then he stopped and was like, I'll tell you when you're older. And then no. Angela asks if she likes him, and Zoe's like, no way, he's 24. And Angela's like, that's not bad. My dad's 11 years older than my mom. It's really different. But, yeah, when did they meet? Yeah, were they 15 and 24? No, because they would have been 15 and 26. That's fine. Okay. So it's fine. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, Angela and Rob have been having issues, obviously, even though it's their two-week anniversary. Oh, they're two-week? Two weeks. I heard that's the paper anniversary. (laughs) Um, Zoe thinks he's an asshole, but Angela's in denial to no one's surprise. And then the next day, Angela tells Maddie about how she lied to Rob about walking on the train tracks by herself last night to make him feel guilty for blowing her off earlier. And she's like, this whole thing has made me start wondering about how much of other people are just images they made up. Like, maybe people lie about all kinds of things. Like, how do we ever know? And then in response, Maddie tells her about how this guy Carl and their Carl Carl was telling the story about how he got with a freshman girl, and then he said she says that the necklace he was wearing was tray frute, which is a phrase she heard Janet use in homeroom. And Angela calls her out since it's not a nice expression and because it's used to make fun of gay people. And Maddie gets super defensive. She's like, it's only an insult you could use on someone who's not gay. Like if someone was trying to look gay on purpose, so it's no big Um... deal. But if someone looks like an idiot just because he's an idiot, then it's his fault and he should be mocked. That's uh, the worst take. (laughs) The worst take. And Angela's like, okay, but like you're mocking him by calling him gay, which is mean to gay people. Yeah. And Maddie's like, oh, please. Like, you're being silly. I hate everyone. And Angela's like, I think it's funny that you think something Jana said is funny, given that you hate Jana. And then Maddie goes, oh, so it's wrong to use gay as an insult, but you can dismiss something just because a person said it. And that's fine and dandy. And Angela's like, what are we talking about here? Mm, these are horrible takes. It's not even the worst one. Oh, God. 
So later that week, Maddie and Angela discuss Maddie's upcoming driving test, and Maddie tells her that if her brother could pass, she should have no problem, which was absolutely true for my sister and I. If the fact that she, well, on her second attempt, yeah. passed, but she did crash her car 11 days after oh. getting her license. Oops. So That's fine. Yeah. Maddie's also started planning a road trip for them to go on together over Thanksgiving break. Um, so uh, I guess in uh, at this time there was no six month. Oh, you you beat me to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, they log off to watch that seventies show, but then Maddie <laughs> logs back in. What a to mood. Say, Quote: Is Donna a transvestite? <laughs> Her voice is so deep and her shoulders are broader than my dad's. Like, Maddie, what? What? Like, what the fuck? I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. No. Like, what an unnecessary thing to include. Damn. Yeah. Are we supposed to like any of these characters? Oh, I fucking hate Maddie. <laughs> of all of them, she's the worst. Oh, my God. So... That Friday, Angela's pissed because she and Rob are supposed to go out, and she's left him five messages, but he hasn't called back. And Zoe's like, you should just break up with him already. And Angela's like, I can't walk away because then I'd be a big loser. And, like, I want like I want to mean more to him than I do. So then they change the subject to talk about how Maddie and Jana are, like, suddenly friends. And apparently one of Jana's new friends, <laughs> one of Jana's new phrases is, quote, totally cream music. <laughs> Okay. Which is just like, it sounds so stupid. It makes me laugh every time I think about it. Like, oh yeah, this is some totally cream music. Like, who would say that? You sound ridiculous. Um, Angela logs off because her mom's taking her to dinner. But then later, Zoe messages Maddie to go to Angela's house because Angela saw Rob and Tawny at the restaurant Mm -hmm. together over a blooming onion. Ooh, I could go for one of those. Actually, it's called an awesome blossom. Oh, okay. I just remembered the name of it. I didn't write it down. Either way, I want it. I know you do. <laughs> Give so, me all the onions. So Maddie and Zoe sleep over that night. And then on Monday, Angela tells them that she talked to Rob and he told her that Tawny asked him out and he didn't know how to say no. And Maddie and Zoe are like, don't accept that. Like, don't take him back. And she's like, no, but like, I'm just <laughs> not lying, but like, I didn't know how to say no. I'm just maybe think of the, the styles quote. No. You want to hear it in Spanish? No. no. <laughs> um, but she's like, no, what if he's the one? It's not his fault. Oh, it's Tawny's no. fault. And like, Angela, I, I know a girl. Your internalized I know, misogyny I know a girl is showing. Like this. Oh, no. Yeah, Angela, she has, she has some deep-seated issues. Oh. That night, Zoe tells Maddie that Angela is going to email Rob, even though they told her she absolutely should not. And then Maddie tells her that she had a flirty moment with a cute coworker and that she's going out to dinner that Friday with her parents or her birthday. But Zoe convinces her to change her plans to a later time because she and Angela have been secretly planning a surprise party for her. So she's like, OMG, you, you can't go to we're going to dinner on Friday. You can't go with your parents. So Angela emails Rob. This is this is the, the verbatim email. Dear Rob, I just want to say that it's totally cool if you want to hang out with other people. Obviously, Tawny is just a friend, because why would anyone choose her when they could have me? Haha, <laughs> just joking. But anyway, we shouldn't let her come between us, because I think we have something really special. Oh, call me, okay? Love, Angela. And she's like, was it too intense to say love? And Zoe's like, maybe you shouldn't send this. And she's like, well, I already did, so. 
Bob does not respond to this email. Wow. So Angela calls him and finds out that Tani was at his house the whole time. And despite everybody trying to convince her to just let it go and like move on, she bikes to his house to try to talk things out. So Zoe and Maddie go to her house to meet her on the way back. Um, obviously, things don't go well. Her heart's broken. So... Zoe tries to cheer Angela up by talking about Maddie's party on Friday, and then she also tells her that Mr. H asked about her weekend plans and was relieved to hear that there would be boys there. And Angela's like, that's that's, that's a red flag with, with you. Like, he's flirting. He's an adult. Yeah, and that is a child. So Maddie loves the party. And then later that weekend, she ends up hanging out with that cute coworker who's named Ian after working her car. And for some reason, he had some leftover rum and coke on him, like that he brought into her car. Okay, that it, sure. Yeah, he just you know, he just I had accept that it. Leftover. She's like, I only had a sip; it barely touched my lips. Because Zoe's like. You just got your license. You cannot be drinking and driving. You shouldn't do that ever anyway. So he drank it, and then he ended up kissing the top of her head. Wow. And then Maddie also told her parents about her road trip plans. They're going to Cumberland Island. Okay. They want to, which is only five hours away. And they said they'd think about it, and then she tells Zoe to ask her parents about it, which, given her mother, will be a difficult proposition. Meanwhile, Angela called Rob just to hear his voice and was super creepy and hung up without saying anything. And then she called back. She called back because she felt weird about it. And was like, hey, I just tried to call you, but like your phone's weird. What's up with that? Okay, bye. (laughs) Just like made it way, way more awkward. No, thank you. Yeah. So Tuesday rolls around and Angela's pissed at Maddie because Maddie ditched her to give Jana a ride home. And Maddie doesn't feel bad because Angela lives walking distance to school and Jana needed a ride. So then Angela complains to Zoe about it and Zoe invites her to go thrift shopping with her, which Angela's generally opposed to because she has issues with polyester. Oh, who doesn't? (laughs) But um, Zoe's going to a Wellspring party on Friday. uh, Is that something I should know? It has to do with her youth youth group, whatever, fellowship, whatever. It's a religious party. Okay. Mr. H is going to be there, and so she wants, like, a cute outfit. Not... Not to impress Mr. H. She just wants to look cute at the party. Oh, of course. So the next day, Angel's all pumped up because Drama Club has a new helper named Ben. He's super cute. He goes to Georgia State. And so she's just, like, ready to move on from Rob. Like, Rob who? All in on uh, Ben. All right. She's also so mad at Maddie, who's apparently been using tits as a catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Like she's like tits, man. That's great. Like, that's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god. <laughs> and tits. is um also calling Jana the Janster. Oh no, which is a really late uh. nickname. On Friday, Maddie has a date in quotations with Ian, but she's worried because she's all gassy after drinking some soy milk. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> the whole thing. She al- she also eats raisin bran, so I... Oh, no. Another point against her. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so she's also still in with Angela, but then she gets mad because Angela and Zoe were talking about the Jana situation together, and she hates when they talk about her behind her back, yeah. quote-unquote. But she gets over it. And Maddie messages Angela anyway, who's about to watch Made in Manhattan, because it's, like, her favorite movie. And Angela asks Maddie to stop saying tits all the time, because she just thinks it's super dumb. She's like, it's the same thing as saying, like, penis, man. And she's like, 
it's not the same, but Maddie um, doesn't care. So Angela tells her that Zoe's going to that Wellspring party, and Maddie's upset because she was just talking to Zoe, and Zoe never told her that she was going to this Scandy. party. And Angela's like, because you were going to make fun of her. But Maddie really feels no personal responsibility or that she's done anything wrong. Oh, okay. So the next day, Zoe tells Angela that the party was fine and Mr. H gave her a ride home. She was going to call her mom, but he's like, no, I'm going to leave too. So he drove her Mm -hmm. home. And while they were driving, he told her that she seems older than 15 and he really enjoyed getting to know her. Nope. He also made a comment about her ripped jeans and then touched one of the (laughs) holes. And Zoe's like, it's almost like he wanted an excuse to touch my leg. And Angela's like, that's exactly what happened. And Zoe's like, no, he's on a ledge. And Angela's like, "Uh, he's your teacher. He is a pedophile. And Zoe's like, I know. And then Angela asks. He also hit someone in the face with a skateboard. Oh, my God. Let's not even go there. (laughs) You know, you know. (laughs) Angela asks if she liked it. And Zoe responds that she's not mad about it. Nope. You are a child. And she says that she's still going to church with him on Sunday and that her mom is even making cookies for him to bring to church. So Zoe messages Maddie, who's being all cold because of how Zoe didn't tell her about the party. But then they make up and Zoe tells her that or Maddie tells her that her date went well. On Monday, Angela tells Maddie about her dreamy Ben last name Schlanker. Okay. okay. And Maddie starts making fun of his name for sounding like schlong plus wanker. <laughs> and then Angela calls her racist for making fun of his name because he's Jewish. They get into this whole thing where she's like, please stop making fun of his name. And she won't. Oh, boy. None of these people are okay. Yeah. Anyway, Ben apparently has a girlfriend named Leslie, which is really upsetting. But there's really oh, nothing you can do about darn. it. Darn. So the next day, Maddie tells Zoe all about this plan Jenna has to disrupt traffic that weekend. Yes, this is what I. This is all I remember from this book. <laughs> this this is, is yes. the only thing that stuck in my mind. Yes, I almost thought I was like fever dreaming it because we hadn't mentioned it. But <laughs> I forgot it was from this book until like yeah, not long ago. So they're gonna get five cars and drive exactly the speed limit, sixty-five miles an hour, at rush hour on Friday to force everybody to drive the speed limit. Because everybody speeds just as a prank. Like, yeah. it's not a protest. No. It's just a prank. And I would just, I just want to, to interject here. Um, driving in Atlanta, it's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, Zoe's really concerned. She's like, this is really dangerous. You could get shot. Yeah, that probably, <laughs> I mean, that's not what I was going for, but yeah. Yeah. Zoe also tells her that her mom shot down the road trip idea. So, that's great. The next day, they all get into a group chat, and Maddie tells them that she got her older brother and his girlfriend to join them on the road trip as chaperones, even though they're both only 18. Yeah, that's going to fly with the parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, since they have the chaperones, maybe it'll be more likely that Angela and Zoe's parents will agree to let them go. They start talking about weekend plans, and Angela tries to get them to go bowling with her because she agreed to go with Doug, but she doesn't want it to seem like a date. So she asked, like, she's like, I'm going to see if other people want to come too. But Angela finds out that Maddie has plans with Jana to do the highway thing and is just pissed because Maddie didn't tell her about it. And Zoe can't go either because she agreed to go play bingo with Mr. H at his mother's nursing home. What? He's 24 and his mom's already in a nursing home. And that's... That's not really the... I, I mean, I, I, I mean, But, yeah, she's going to play bingo. So she's like, no, it's innocent because I'm going to bingo. 
So on Saturday, Angela tells Maddie that her parents agreed to the road trip, and then Maddie tells her about the highway thing. So things got really intense. Uh, People started passing in the emergency lane. Somebody threw a beer bottle at one of the cars, (laughs) and then they ended up just breaking formation and going home. Maddie also ended up driving alone. She was supposed to drive with Jana in the car, but she rode with somebody else. So Angela's horrified by the whole thing yep. and is really concerned. And she's pissed about what Jana did and says that Jana's only using Maddie for her car. But Maddie's like, no way. We're really friends. Angela tells Zoe about the bowling trip. She brought her little sister, Chrissy, which was cute. And um, Doug brought a friend, too. And they wrote like a... Uh, a fake love note for the sister and like stuck in her bowling ball to like make her think that she had a secret admirer. Oh, okay. And Zoe's like, oh, that's cute. But then Angela feels bad because at first, before she knew that it was Doug and his friend that did it, she was like, I can't believe I was jealous of my little sister that a bowling alley employee thought she was cute and not me. Um, I feel like I've asked you this and I forget, but main bowling alleys. Uh, small ball bowling. Okay. Correct. Candle pin. Yes, yes. The way it should be. <laughs> I've never been whatever the other one is uh, called. I mean, I've been both, but I've. I'm, yeah, no, I mean, candle, candle pin, pin is just ski ball, but on a long with pins instead of holes. Right, we do know how I feel about ski I ball. I know, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not surprised at all to know that you prefer candle pin. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) so Zoe tells Angela about bingo with Mr. H. It was really fun. And maybe there is something there that's more than just friends. And Angela's like, this is so Lifetime Channel-ish. Oh, God. (laughs) Which it is. One time I um, threw shade at a a girl who was going through, and this was in high school, and this girl had been on and off with, like, this guy for who knows how long. And it was, we were barely friends, and it was really obnoxious and I was just listening to it one day at lunch and I was just like sell your story to Lifetime and she didn't realize I was like insulting her <laughs> oh, <no>. anyway <laughs> I'm a nice person so um, while they were in the car to to or from Bingo I don't remember I think from Bingo <laughs> Mr. H pushed Zoe's hair back and goes you're in 10th grade and she's like I know and then he goes you're 15 and she's like I know but then he leaned back it was just like an intense moment uh, okay someone yeah. needs to refine God Oh, well, so the the next day, Zoe tells Maddie that she managed to convince her parents to let her go on the road trip. She, like, made it seem like Mm -hmm. it was going to be this, like, nature research research expedition. Look at some rocks. But then Maddie tells her, she's like, I found a website for you. (laughs) Jesus.com. Okay. Which is a porn site slash dating site (laughs) that's just Jesus-themed. There's, like, a compatibility quiz that she does, and she's like... You're whatever percent compatible. Like, when you meet Jesus, let him know. <laughs> what? I did not visit Jesus.com. Cannot I'm worried. Me too. So, Halloween's coming up, and Maddie suggests that they be dust, mold, and fungus. Why? For some reason. Okay. Angela only agrees if she can be a cute dust bunny, and Maddie just wants to be fungus so she can say there's a fungus among us. Uh-huh, ha huh so then the next day, Maddie asks Angela if she has a mean look, and Angela's like, yes. <laughs> you, yeah. Obviously. Apparently, Maddie's little cousin came over for dinner, and she told Maddie that she gave her a mean look when she said that she wanted to become a hairdresser, because Maddie thinks it's a stupid dream mm-hmm. to want to do people's hair for a living. 
Um, wow. I hate everything about Maddie. Yeah. So that is its own thing. And then Maddie also thinks that the term boyfriend is teeny bopperish. So oh she- my God. No. The only person in this world I've ever heard use the term teeny bopper is my dad. My mom uses it too. <laughs> I mean, they they have some similar energies sometimes, so <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so she doesn't want to use it to refer to her relationship with Ian. Yeah. Like, they're not dating, okay? They're not. Uh. Yeah. So Halloween comes. It's on a Sunday. Side note. And um, Angela and Zoe get ready. Angela used real dryer lint <laughs> in her costume. I love the dedication. Um. And Zoe's like, you're the only one who can make a dust bunny cute. Like, it's not a really obvious direction to Pun, go with dust yeah. bunny. Like, okay. But a bunny costume is a classic. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a girl dressing up for Halloween. Anyway, so they're all supposed to meet up at Zoe's house because she lives in, like, the nicest neighborhood. Yeah. But Maddie never showed up. Done. So done. Even Ian done. showed up to Zoe's house. Maddie messages Angela at like 1 a.m. that night, and she's still drunk after getting roped into attending a frat party with Jana. So the way it happened was like Jana asked her for a ride and then mm-hmm. pressured her to go in and then pressured her into drinking Everclear Punch. Everclear. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Maddie ended up dancing topless on a table with people throwing money at her. Um, there She's a child. Yes. And this is a college setting. Yes. This is a crime. Yes. This is when this is Degrassi. Yes. When Manny flashes. Yes. And then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, it will be more like that in a minute yep <laughs> so she ended up making it home in somebody else's shirt no bra doesn't know what happened Tips things to the wind start to really fall apart between maddie and Jana as well um because maddie made a joke about Jana being a lesbian apparently another girl called Jana a lesbo in the locker room oh because God. she was walking around naked and then maddie just wow it. so gay and then ladies is it gay <laughs> to be <laughs> naked <laughs> And then Jana got super offended and then called Maddie a lesbian for laughing at everything she says. Just overall a very, like, Janice Ian mean girl situation. So Zoe tells Maddie that Ian was really concerned about her on Halloween, but things are still really awkward between Mm -hmm. her and him. Um, They, yeah, I think they've seen each other at work, like, once. Okay. Zoe tells, so Maddie told Zoe about the lesbian thing. I was like, don't tell Angela. But Zoe told Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when Maddie finds out, she gets super pissed and just stops talking to them both. Yeah. Zoe tells Angela that Mr. H is house-sitting for somebody and invited her to join him at that house no. to use the hot tub. No. And Angela's first response is, you need a cute swimsuit. Can I get a hot tub? <laughs> that should not be your first response. No. She's like, you can't, your first, wear, your, you this can't is, wear that, like, okay. your normal one. It goes up to your collarbones. You need to borrow According my to Spotify, there is at least someone out there under the age of 18 who has listened to this podcast. If that's you, if your friend says a teacher has invited you to an empty house for hot tub time, step one, say, and can I get a hot tub? Step two, say, no. Step three, Report him to the police. And if your friend says you need a cute swimsuit, you should question that friendship. Yeah. 
This has been advice from two adults. <laughs> the PSA. So meanwhile, Jenna's been sending out photos of Maddie from Halloween, which is definitely illegal now. I don't know what. What year was this again? This is early 2000s. This is definitely... No, child pornography is always illegal. Oh, yes. No, that's true. I it's was child... Specifically revenge porn. No, no. Revenge is porn, porn is a more modern yes. phenomenon. Oh, um, child pornography. Child pornography. Um, yeah, has always been a crime. Well, no, not always, always but, but like always. always. Our <laughs> or always. Yes. <laughs> so, um... Angela and Zoe keep reaching out to Maddie, but she won't respond. And, like, oh, like, she just is too prideful. Whatever. So, Mr. H brings up the hot tub thing again, like, as a more explicit invitation. Because before he just mentioned it, like, maybe you could come over. Mm-hmm. One night. But now he's like, you're still coming over, right? And she's like... He also said that he's looking forward to it. And Zoe's starting to get really nervous. And she's finally ready to admit that this whole situation is just really sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so later, Angela and Zoe make Maddie a care package and drop that off, but she doesn't come to the door. Um, Zoe is starting to really not want to uh, meet up with Mr. H, but she doesn't really know what to do. And she feels really bad for, like, giving him the wrong idea. And Angela's like, no, you're he's a child. adult. It's his responsibility. Like, it's weird that he's into you when you're in high school. Like, if it, it's anybody's fault, it's his fault. Yep. Which, like, Angela, what a 180 from you Did need a, a cute swimsuit. 180. <laughs> like, Angela's take on this whole situation has flip-flopped from, wow, student-teacher relationship is so hot, to, no, he's your teacher. He shouldn't be saying weird comments to you. To, you need to wear a cute swimsuit when you go hot. I mean, with, with oh my too. god no he's an adult yeah these characters are not well written so Angela's excited later that week because Ben from drama club asked her out oh my god what about Leslie well it turns out it wasn't a date it was poetry slam and he brought Leslie <laughs> And he did this like performance of a poem about like being an egg that he like <laughs> crouched and was an egg. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm also picturing 22 Jump Street, Jonah Hill's slam poetry. I'm picturing um, that scene from the High School Musical 1, the auditions, where it's like, I believe, I believe I can, I can I could, see. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you were always there. Yeah, Beside me. Uh <laughs> That's what I was picturing. I wish people could see our dance. Just just watch High School Musical. So it turns out Doug is actually also there. Um, He's not in Drama Club. This is like a Drama Club thing. Yeah, that's Um, as someone who was in Drama Club. Yeah, he just showed up and he gave his own performance, which is just like a a comedy poem. Didn't know that was a genre, but it is. And he did that and like it was actually fun. And then they hung out and had chai milkshakes. Which sounds delicious. Mary. <laughs> Can oh we do God. that? Oh, my God. Mary. Oh, throw a little espresso shot in there. Oh. Oh, dirty shot. Or you could use, like, coffee ice cream. Oh, Mary. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Dirty chai milkshakes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so they hang out, which is great. The hot tub night comes, and Zoe's freaking out. Her mom thinks she's going to Bible study, and she <laughs> made cookies again. And Zoe doesn't oh, want to tell cookies. her the truth, because she 
Oh, the police just. Yo, beating it's, down the it's street. not a crime to come up with a dirty chai milkshake. <laughs> they went so fast. Okay. It was also an undercover cop car. <laughs> They're undercover looking for the milkshakes. Where's the chai? They bring the boys to the yard. <laughs> um. So, yeah, she doesn't want to tell her mom the truth because she knows she'd get in trouble for lying and her mom's, like, really controlling and we all know that. So, she's like, I can't tell my mom. She's also going to get the whole school board involved. I don't well, want this to be a big Well, he is deal. a pedophile teaching at the school, exactly. so... So, Zoe logs off and Angela messages Maddie and she just keeps sending her messages until she replies. Like, she knows she's online. She's just getting her away message. Classic. Um, and so, they make up for the greater good and they head to that house and they just crash the hot tub party they just show up at the hot tub and they're like hey guys like water looks great <laughs> and like apparently Mr. H was like thrown off for a second but just like acted like it was a normal thing <laughs> wow not like he was gonna try to put the moves on a teenager teen yeah so um then everybody makes up and they discuss the road trip one last time because like Maddie now we've made up like the road trip's still on right she's like absolutely and uh, then the book's over that's it that's the end <laughs> this is a horrible book like I, I told I told Renee before we recorded this that I think this is the worst book and I stand by that statement the worst Ooh. book that we've covered on the podcast this to me was worse than elsewhere yeah this is worse than elsewhere yeah we're we've the rankings changed because like we got a new champion at least elsewhere wasn't just like rife with horrible takes well there was a horrible age gap relationship there was that but it wasn't filled with like really transvestite transvestite which that's like going back and watching any 90s early 2000s sitcom and realizing how offensive yes <laughs> that stuff is yeah no this is the worst also Be- using like retarded casually. yeah um gay slurs gay slurs i still can't believe that it, it's it's gay to be naked <laughs> god yeah well yeah just Ooh. overall and there's literally zero character development no there's barely any, they don't even have a cohesive person maddie has like maddie's personality is that she sucks angela yeah. doesn't make any sense as a character I can't even tell you the third one's name. <laughs> I don't remember which one you said first. Maddie. Maddie. Angela. Zoe. Zoe. Zoe is just... Um, I don't know. She doesn't yeah. have a personality. She's just being targeted by a teacher. Yeah. Wait, and there's no, like, real plot. No, there isn't. Nothing happens. No. Other than, like... The hot tub party. Like, there's, like... Nothing you don't get happened. Because it's in, like, the chat format. No, it's not, you really like... don't get any details, because it it would be really awkward if, like, hey, Can let's you imagine they're, like, on their sidekicks in the hot tub? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I did read TTFN, which I think is junior year or the second half of sophomore year. I don't remember. I'm going to look that up. Hold on. I do remember in Later Gator, the third book, the shocking twist is that... They were dead all along. (laughs) No. (laughs) Is that Zoe's the first one to lose her virginity. Because they're all like, oh, it's definitely going to be Angela. Or like, Maddie has a boyfriend or whatever, but it's plot twist. Zoe, the religious one. It's always the religious one. I think she loses it in like at a church 
Oh, no. Take me to church. I'm a dog. You're a dog. We are dogs in a church. Sharpen your knife. TTFN is junior year. Okay. Zoe begins to volunteer at Kidding Around, a childcare facility. Um, finds out that Doug, who used to have a crush on Angela, works there, too. Um, Maddie hooks up with another classmate named Clive, who she Clive. calls Chive. Uh-huh. Um, at her cousin's wedding. Um, Zoe flirts with Doug, which makes Angela upset. Blah, blah, blah. Maddie hooks up with Clive again. Apparently, Angela's father is having an affair. Wow. <laughs> or it's, like, rumored. What? Um, uh, oh. oh, Angela's <laughs> parents reveal they're moving to California because her wow. father lost his job, so there's not actually an affair. He just lost oh. his job. Um, Zoe tells Maddie that she likes Doug, and but Zoe doesn't want her to go out with him. And uh, Maddie smokes pot for the first time with Clive. Wow. Wow. Mm. So then later, Gator. Later, Gator was the number one banned book in two thousand nine. Not because of its content, because it sucks. <laughs> Due to the prevalent sexual content, use of profanity, and the use of shorthand language. Shorthand language. <laughs> <laughs> wow I do remember feeling really scandalous when I read this because I read it shortly after it came out so that means I was in like 7th grade yeah um, yeah so wow well that was a really bad book yeah but what about YOLO that's the one that is new YOLO book YOLO 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 oh my god yeah. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Oh, that's sad. I'm going to Lauren me. Okay, here we go. Blah, blah, blah. Um, the best friends are facing their first semester apart. Way, way apart. Way, way apart. Maddie's in California. Zoe's in Ohio. And Angela's back in Georgia. It's not just the girls who are separated. Zoe's worried that Doug wants to break up now that they're at different schools. And Maddie's boyfriend, Ian, is on the other side of the country. Oh, so she and, she and Ian got back together. That's great. Okay. Um, in the face of changing and diverging paths, Maddie's got a plan to keep their friends close. And it involves embracing the past and making memories. And roller derby. <gasps> roller derby! Mary! It's a sign. Using of-the-moment technology... <laughs> Lauren Miracle brings her groundbreaking series into the brave new virtual world of texting and tweets. <laughs> no. Oh my god, I just had like a weird experience because I was like, I wonder if TTYL's on that common sense media platform. Uh-huh. Um, and something called TTYL was. I didn't read close enough. So I see uh, common sense says age 13 plus. I was like, that makes sense. And then parents say age 6 plus based on one review. And I was like, I'm sorry. A parent said six-year-olds should read this book. But TTYL is apparently the name of an app that is like something uh. to do with like Snapchat. It's an audio something or other. But I got real concerned for a second. TT. Oh wait. Okay. Wait. But um, TTFN is on it, so maybe oh. TTYL. Um. This is on Goodreads. Um. Why does this book include a lot of swearing? This book influenced one of my friends to swear a lot after reading this. For some reason, this one isn't. But the sequ- holy fuck, I hate this book. Yeah, that's right. 
This is this book is like when you find someone's diary at work, not a coworker's diary that would make you a jerk, and you idly flip through it until you remember that most people are fucking boring and their innermost secrets are totally dull and most likely misspelled. Okay, we got a ten-year-old who said, "I'm ten, and I." This is about the sequel because I can't find the original on Common Sense. They said, "I'm ten, and I understood everything in this series. I think it's appropriate for kids with older siblings, thirteen and up." <laughs> I like that <laughs> method. As long as you, as long as there's a thirteen-plus child in the household. Here we go. This book was disturbing on many levels. Not only did it force me to relive the shallow insecurities of teenage girlhood, but I had to endure the shock jock attempts by the author to reach immature minds where they are. I don't think anyone younger than eighth grade should be exposed to the language and sexual content of this book. And I think even parents of high school girls should read it and use it as a teaching tool for their young girls. On the positive side, I think the writing of the story through instant messages between the girls was a stroke of genius. And there were some positive lessons to be learned from the story. But I think the language and childishness of the girl's language and... Behave the language of the girl's language. Yep, that's how that works. <laughs> and behavior cheapened the book's value. Yes, you could argue that that's how girls talk, but that doesn't no. mean we have to condone it by having this on middle school <laughs> library shelves. Funny how parents are so careful about what their kids are watching on TV or in the theaters, but don't think to check on what they're reading. Not that's that one literally a thing banned in Boston. Like, do you know how many people couldn't go, like, couldn't read the Golden Compass because of the church yeah is it really any wonder why teens today are so incapable of dealing with real life the publication of a book filled with chat speak okay. and moronic tween ramblings first of all they're not tweens damn no wonder millennials are so depressed is further that's how people talk about us the, the publication of a book filled with chat speak and moronic tween ramblings is further proof of the dumbing down of america why would an author want to publish such a thing oh wait for the money. There's always profit to be made from suckers, right? No. This and the rest of the series is literally equivalent to McDonald's. It has no nutritional content, is clogging McDee's, your arteries, this book, your brain, which leaves you with nothing fulfilling. <laughs> Teenagers should be encouraged to explore classic novels, or if they want something new, there's plenty of fun and contemporary authors who actually use grammar and a plot. Whoa, you can have grammar and a plot? Wow. Parents, if you value your child's brain cells, buy them a puzzle or a book. <laughs> Here's a list of recommended reading. Ready for this? Oh my god, yes. Oliver Twist. Okay. Dune. Oh, oh, that, I, I cannot say that was, I was not expecting that. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I love that book. Anne of Green Gables. I love that book. Interview with the Vampire. I don't know. No. Water for Elephants. No. Harry Potter. Whoa, this seems like a parent that wouldn't approve of Harry Potter. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. All right. Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. If you're a teen, consider the futility of texting. Why waste so much time typing in chat babble when you could be spending your time doing something with your friends in real life instead of texting one another? Go to the beach, watch a movie, hang with real people, and in school pay attention instead of texting under your desk. The teacher might be bored but you'll be much more prepared for the real world. Gen and learn how to use proper English. This this person, this, I cut out a lot. I want to, I needed to have a sit down with some Gen Zers and just explain the mass hysteria <laughs> that texting. texting caused yes. in the early 2000s. Like, they don't, Gen Zers don't understand the mass hysteria. Like, people thought that this was, like, the end of society. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Also, when you had to pay like 10, 
sense to send one text. Oh, my God. Yeah. Horrible. After reading this, I wanted to just throw the book across the room. All right. This has more one-star one reviews than What nonsense, LMAO. That's my favorite one. <laughs> That's from May, March 2nd of last year. Wow. <laughs> this book should be out of print. Uh, well, I got a 10th anniversary nope. re-release. Um, nope. Oh, man. What a what a ride. I wish I could unread this. Same. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I only got to about page 70 before I started skimming. Yeah, I skimmed the last third of this yeah, book that's, easily. This, is, this was not a good time. Oh, my God. But the five-star reviews are also funny. This book is always in the news for challenges. What does uh-huh. that mean? <laughs> Okay. I really had to push myself to finish reading you this book. You gotta push it. Push, push it, it. To the limit. Limit. Picked up this little hot gem at the library book sale last night and read it completely in three and a half hours. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a hard read, kid. Plus, I just got home from a visit to the Atlanta, Georgia area. I know where some of the places that were mentioned are located. Wow, what a flex. Wow. <laughs> Who are you, Renee Garahan? Oh, oh, bleep out my last... Oh, wait, no, our last name is on the fucking thing. <laughs> wait, this, this is just an unfortunate... That's been a fake name this whole time. <laughs> this is an unfortunate um, just intro. It's a one-star review, but it's from the Bill Cosby sweater.wordpress.com. No. From 2014, so oh. pre, but did not age well. My sister handed me this book and said I've read this three times. It's a fast read. It's only written in IMs. I started a few nights later, and holy crap, I thought this book was bad. Yep. Yeah, don't read this. Don't read it's it. It's so bad. Do not read it. Wow. Well, the exciting news is, is I've I've had enough with um, reality-based fiction. <laughs> so <laughs> we're getting back to some weird fucking stuff next week. Yeah, I gotta read something completely different from this next time. I, I'd say reality-based fiction is if Gallagher <laughs> Yeah, it was reality-based. <laughs> it's too... I need to get back... We're either... Look, we're either getting non-stop death weirdness or um, lab experiment child soldiers. One of the two. Oh. Those are our options for next week. I have a truly no idea what I'm going to read next. Yeah. Something. I'm... Uh, I'm going... We're going hardcore. We're getting away from boy drama yeah no I can't, I can't do a high school book i can't do relationships uh, period full well, stop if nothing else semicolon I, m dash if nothing else i'll at least have um i have night world book two. Oh my god Ooh, already dabbling in book twos well Ooh, that, that's that's my fallback i have other books i just don't remember which ones i have i was going to do fallen but then i had to return yeah, to the, the library, library. <laughs> called it back I could do uglies. I want to do uglies, but I just don't have it in me to read that long of a just book. Just do the manga. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's not even... No, but it counts. <laughs> okay. That's... Oh, yeah. We got to end it. <laughs> Mary and I both just kind of gave up. <laughs> Our brains just shut down. It's eight we, I think we forgot Thursday. we were recording. Like... <laughs> oh, all right. Follow us, not in oh, person. Yeah. Don't stalk me. No. I <laughs> will drop don't. kick you. <laughs> I'm planning on buying myself a cat self defense keychain soon. Mm. So don't come after me. No. But follow us online. <laughs> yes. Uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, the TikTok. 
Yes. Why a book podcast. That's our username. And why a book podcast at gmail.com. We don't have an AIM account. No, it doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. In the arms of the, the cyber angels. angels. All right. Um, All right. Bye. Good night and farewell. <laughs> So long, farewell to you, my... Did you hear about the the out-of-the-box reunion? Oh, of course I did.